0: Hello friends, this is Pastor Evangelist Robert Venable. It is time for Let's Talk About Jesus right here on WMAF. There's so many things that we could talk about today. We could talk about all of the things that are occurring around the world and all the things that are occurring in your world and my world today. We could talk about our problems, our pressures, our pains Our hopes, our heartaches, our heartbreaks. We could talk about how bad things are in our nation and in our world. Or we could talk about the good news of Jesus Christ today. Amen. The good news should trump the bad news. And I'm not talking politics. (laughs) Amen. I'm saying that the good news of Jesus today should eclipse any of the bad news that is around us. You know, we are living in a bad news world today, but when we open the scriptures, we see the good news. That's exactly what Gospel means when you, when we preach the gospel of the kingdom and we preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The word gospel means good news. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. And we who preach and proclaim the gospel and testify uh, and share the gospel of Jesus Christ today. Uh, the Bible says we have beautiful feet. <laughs> Amen. Because we're bringing good news to a bad news world. Friend of mine, the scripture said, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of them that bring good tidings and publish peace. Well, we have good news to bring today. The old gospel song says, I have good news to bring, and that is why I sing, my joy with you I'll share. I plan to take a trip on the good old gospel ship and go sailing through the air. Amen. Today we need some good news bad. And we have good news to bring from God's word today. Even the things that we are seeing that are so very bad that represent the end times and the last of the last days. The good news is it means that the coming of Jesus is very, very soon. In the context of end time prophecies being fulfilled and the neg- negative things that are occurring in our world, men's hearts failing them for fear, looking at the things which are coming upon the earth. In the midst of that, the sea and waves roaring, earthquakes in divers places, uh, false Christ and false prophets and false prophecies, uh, iniquity abounding, the 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 church being affected and infected by the culture instead of affecting the culture for God. We have good news to bring when you see these things begin to come to pass Christ taught, lift up your head for your redemption draweth nigh. The coming of the Lord is very, very soon. So today we are part of a great company that are publishing the gospel of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. This little station right here is part of something so much bigger than just being a community station right there in Madison, North Florida, South Georgia. This is a little station. We are a little congregation. (laughs) I'm a little preacher. (laughs) I'm five foot six. (laughs) Amen. But I feel right now like little Evie Turnquist to Christian singer that was so uh, prominent and popular A few years ago, she sang a song in which she said, I'm four foot eleven, but I'm going to heaven, and it makes me feel ten feet tall. Hallelujah. Well, friend of mine, let's get into the good news today. I hope that your ear and your heart is ready to hear good tidings, even in these troubled times. Times praise God. We're going to talk about the power of the gospel, the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ, the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ. We're going to take our our teaching uh, scriptures uh, for all that we're going to say about this subject, uh, beginning with Acts chapter twenty-six, verse thirteen through nineteen. It is Paul's testimony to King Agrippa. And within that testifying to him of his calling and what the heavenly vision that he was keeping about obeying God, within that we find the threefold power and purpose of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm just going to say it as we move toward it and read and you will pick it up. The gospel of Jesus Christ has the power to bring illumination, emancipation and translation. These are the three headings that we're going to try to define the powerful gospel of Jesus Christ for it has the power to illuminate, emancipate and translate. Friend, when you come to Jesus you don't have to change yourself. When you come to Christ He will come within you. Holy Spirit will come within you. The Father will come within you. When the King comes within you, the kingdom comes within you. How Hallelujah! And I'm going to tell you, when we are a part of that great kingdom, that rule and reign of Christ, when Jesus is our Lord and Savior uh, in us, there's an immediate fulfilling of that prayer that says, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Before of his rule on this planet, he can come to rule in your heart and in mine to be our Adonai our Lord and our Savior. Praise God. Well, I'll, I'm anxious to get into this message. We love coming to share the Word of God with you. And we pray that even when we have to talk about the end times and the events that would mark it that are all so negative, that we can also balance that with the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Listen to what Paul said in response to the quizzing of of King Agrippa, and and he's giving his personal testimony and and defining his calling to preach the gospel. Acts 26, beginning with verse 13. He said, at midday, O king, I saw in the way a light from heaven above the brightness of the sun shining round about me and them which journeyed with me. And when we were all fallen to the earth, I heard a voice speaking unto me, and saying in the Hebrew tongue, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. And I said, Who art thou, Lord? And he said, I am Jesus, whom thou persecutest. But rise and stand upon thy feet, for I have appeared unto thee for this purpose, to make thee a minister and a witness both of these things which thou hast seen and of those things which I will appear unto thee, delivering thee from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom I now send thee. Listen to verse 18. To open their eyes. Illumination is what is, this is talking about. To turn them from darkness to light. Emancipation, setting them free from the prison house of darkness and from the power of Satan to the power of God. Hallelujah. That's translation that they might receive the forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith that is in me. Whereupon, O King Agrippa, I was not disobedient to the heavenly vision. I want to begin by declaring that when the gospel of Jesus Christ is preached and proclaimed and shared by testimony, there is a power encounter. We are immediately engaged in spiritual warfare. Spiritual forces are activated. We enter into the enemy's territory to fulfill a holy mission, to liberate captives who without intervention are destined for destruction. Oh, friend of mine, I want you to know right now that the enemy fears the gospel of Jesus Christ. It isn't any wonder that Satan becomes so agitated when the gospel is preached in power. He knows captives will be set free. He knows that we will win if we rely on the power of God and not the power of our persuasiveness, and not our own ability. Satan must use tactics of deception and distraction and discouragement to keep us from engaging the forces of darkness in combat, for he knows he cannot win a power encounter with God. So let's look back at Paul's objective in the proclamation of the gospel of Jesus Christ in Acts 26:18. This is what Jesus, the commander and chief of heaven's armies, told him to do. He said to open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, verse 18, and from the power of Satan to God, that they might receive the forgiveness of sins and inheritance among them which are sanctified by faith which is in me. So first, I want to proclaim today that the gospel of Christ has the power to illuminate. Its purpose is to open their eyes. 2 Corinthians 4, 3 and 4 begins to shed light on this purpose of the gospel. Listen, it said, but if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them which are lost in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. The God of this world has blinded the minds of every person who doesn't believe on Christ on this very day, this very moment. You see, the Holy Spirit is actively involved when the gospel is preached in the power and the anointing of the Spirit of God. More than the intellect is engaged, light floods the darkened soul. Satan's stronghold in the mind of fallen man is penetrated. The darkness of deception is shattered. You see, the gospel of Jesus Christ is a truth that God himself confirms by the Holy Spirit. Spirit, we've got, I believe, too many people today depending on their own intellectual abilities, their own ingenuity, their their own abilities to proclaim the gospel, instead of depending on the Spirit of God. First Thessalonians one and verse five says, "For our gospel." came not to you in word only. You see, with all the power that is vested in the word of God, we still need the Holy Spirit to help us to minister that great truth that that word may get past that blinded mind into the good ground heart that is willing to obey when they see with their 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 minds eye the great truth and the great privilege and the great power of the gospel of Jesus Christ listen to it again our gospel came not unto you in word only but also in power and in the holy ghost and in much assurance The Amplified is very good, it says, but in its own inherent power and in the Holy Spirit. You see, the battle for the soul, my friend, begins with the battle for the mind. And the battle for the mind cannot be won through mere intellectual persuasion. The mind of fallen man is blinded by a spiritual force and it will take a spiritual force to liberate it. God has given us spiritual weaponry and supernatural assistance to plunder hell and populate heaven. oh friend, when the Gospel of Jesus Christ is preached in the power of the Holy Spirit, then we engage the enemy we take the, the we, we move from the defensive to the offensive. hallelujah, listen to Second Corinthians chapter 10, verse 3 through 5. It says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of christ hallelujah look with me if you will at isaiah 42 verse 1 through 7 these words will give clarity to christ's words in the new testament when he said the spirit of the lord is upon me to open the eyes of the blind now when he said that quoting from the Old Testament prophecy concerning his own ministry, his own anointing and appointing. It all begins with opening the eyes of the blind. Many people, when they hear that, they think immediately of the blind man who cried out, blind Barnabas, for a physical uh, uh, healing for his blindness, which he did receive. His eyes were opened that he could see with clarity the world about him, This physical World. But he did not yet see. Many have not seen. Though their physical eyes are open, their spiritual eyes are still blinded. And Christ's anointing begins with opening the eyes of the blind. He doesn't start with setting the captive free, setting at liberty those that are bruised. He starts with opening the eyes of of the blind because it begins with illumination and that allows for revelation. Praise God. And when people see the glory of the gospel and they see their lost condition and they see simultaneously the offer of salvation and Jesus as the sovereign and savior of the human soul, praise God, they run to the light. Instead of running from the light. Praise God. Amen. The battle friend. Is for that area. Of the fallen soul. That that area. Where Satan has blinded. You know the Bible said in Isaiah 60. Beginning with verse 1. That darkness shall cover the earth. And gross darkness shall cover the people. And then the next verse said. But arise. And shine. See, in the midst of that darkness, to arise and shine. For that light, your light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon you and shall be seen upon thee. God is pouring out His Spirit in these last days, praise God, just like He poured out His Spirit on the day of Pentecost. He's never withdrew His Holy Spirit from this planet and from this people. God is at work by His Spirit this very day. Listen to the words of Isaiah, uh, chapter 42, beginning with verse 1. Behold my servant, whom I uphold, mine elect, in whom my soul delighteth. I have put my spirit upon him. He shall bring forth judgment to the Gentiles. He shall not cry, nor lift up, nor cause his voice to be heard in the street. A bruised reed he shall not break, verse 3, and the smoking flax shall he not quench. He shall bring forth judgment unto truth. He shall not fail, nor be discouraged, till he hath set judgment in the earth, and the isles shall wait for his law. Thus saith the Lord God, he that created the heavens, and stretched them out, he that spread forth the earth, and that which cometh out of it, he that giveth breath unto the people upon it, and spirit to them that walk therein. I, the Lord, have called thee in righteousness, and will hold thine hand, and keep thee, and give thee for a covenant of the people, for a light of the Gentiles. Here's verse 7. Listen to open the blind eyes, to bring the prisoners from the prison, and to them that sit in darkness out of the prison house. Friends, this mighty deliverer, this wonderful Savior, Initiates victory by opening the eyes of the blind. Then setting captives free from the prison house of darkness. Praise God. Amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ has power first to illuminate. But secondarily, after illumination comes emancipation. Then he emancipates to open the eyes of the blind, to turn them from darkness to light. You see, friend, this is true freedom. Freedom to choose life over death, light over darkness, literally making the choice to choose heaven over hell. Eternal life over eternal banishment and eternal punishment. To choose Christ as Savior and to renounce the works of darkness. You see, the gospel brings emancipation. We are free to choose because we have been delivered from Satan's prison house of darkness. Romans 13 and verse 12 says, The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light that word cast off in the amplified uh, uh, Greek would say, to fling away (laughs) The, the works of darkness. You see that chain of habit, that chain of sin, that vicious circle, the law of sin and death is broken when we receive Christ as our Savior, and we can fling it away. That that held us so tightly can be so easily broken by the Spirit of God, and we can just Take that chain and sling it away. Praise God. Whatever habit is holding you today, Jesus said, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. When he began began his public ministry at 30 years old, he walked into the temple. He opened up the, 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 the scriptures. He began to read where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me. You see, it all starts with an anointing. Of the Holy Spirit to proclaim the good news. Hallelujah. The gospel did not come in word only, but in power praise God and the, he said the, the spirit and the power of God was upon him the, the the Holy Spirit came on him hallelujah and he walked into the temple and he declared the spirit of the Lord God is upon me for he has anointed me and appointed me to open the eyes of the blind, to to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. That's the setting of slaves free. That's that emancipation, illumination, emancipation, and translation. Praise God. Amen. To set at liberty those that are bruised. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And immediately all their eyes fell upon him. And he said, Today this scripture is fulfilled in your ears. We are now free to choose, my dear friend. And if we choose light over darkness, Satan's power over us is broken. And the gospel of Jesus Christ will fulfill the scripture if you receive it and believe it. At whom the Son sets free is free in deed this is real freedom from the influence of the evil one our weak flesh is so susceptible to the temptations and uh, of the enemy of our soul oh and our, our flesh stays weak But we, our spirit, (laughs) is made stronger than the weakness of our flesh by the Spirit of God which comes within us. Praise God. He that's in us, therefore, is greater than he that is in the world. And that is the reason we can overcome and actually crucify the flesh and the lust thereof. Put it to death. Reckon ourselves to be dead unto sin, but alive unto righteousness. This is not sinless perfection, but this is a victory that God is granting and God is giving to us that we do not. Any longer let sin reign, but let Christ reign instead. Hallelujah. Praise God. The gospel of Christ has power to uh, translate. This is when the change comes. Amen. To open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, and from the power of Satan to God. Illumination, emancipation, and then translation. First, we see the way out of the prison house. Then we decide we're going to leave. Hallelujah. And and all hell can't stop us when we make that decision because God has opened the door and we turn the key. Amen. And and now we walk out of the bondage and into the glorious kingdom of God. Of God, amen, listen to translation, listen to what can happen to you, and has happened to many of us already. It says, giving thanks in Colossians one twelve through fourteen, giving thanks unto the Father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and translated us into the kingdom of his. Dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. You see, Satan cannot hold us in bondage any longer. His authority over us is broken, and we are free to serve God, for we have been translated. Something spiritual occurs when we receive Christ as Savior, and we are brought out of a kingdom of darkness that satan had the influence over us into the kingdom of god's dear son called the kingdom of light oh and the darkness has no power over us if we don't give place to the devil i'll guarantee you according to the scripture he can't take any ground from us He has to continually solicit and tempt, but he cannot take any longer. Praise God, for we have been translated you know the Star Wars trilogy is is uh, uh, hitting the movies two of them I think have played and a third one is coming and, and the Star Trek is coming back and being remade for movies and, and I understand it's going to become a TV series again a new Star Wars because of people's interest and And one of the things I remember from Star Trek that Scotty operated this, this machine that could take all the part of of you apart and rearrange them and take you right off of a a planet where you're in jeopardy and bring you back to the safety of the enterprise. Oh, friend of mine, I saw a bumper sticker. You've probably seen it. It said, beam me up, Scotty. There's no intelligent life down here. (laughs) Amen. But listen, before Jesus comes to beam us up, to take us out of this world, he translates us out of the kingdom of darkness, where the God of this world holds the the reign and rule over our life, amen, and He brings us into the kingdom of His dear Son, out of the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light. Today, if you are a prisoner in that kingdom of darkness, and you feel you could never possibly be free from all that holds you back. I believe that the Holy Spirit is right where you are right now. I believe that illumination is occurring, that you're seeing, and I believe you already know that if you took your last breath, you would be lost, that you don't know Christ as your Savior. But I believe you see something else today. You see that you can be saved, and the chains can and will be broken because Jesus came to set the captive free. And if you are that captive today, I proclaim to you by the authority of God's Word, your prison house, look at that door again, it's open. If you choose to walk out, the enemy cannot hold you back for the power of God is in operation right now. Jesus is anointed to set you free. Walk out of that prison today, just like you are with all your habits, with all of your hang-ups, and receive Christ as your Savior. Hallelujah. And He will translate you out of that prison into his kingdom hallelujah and you can go free well our time is gone would you come back next week and let's talk about Jesus